If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. There once was a man named Gold Roger who was king of the pirates. He had fame, power, and wealth beyond your wildest dreams. Before they hung him from the gallows, these were the final words he said. Our perspective is yours for the taking, but you'll have to join us first. We left everything we debated at the Yonko table. Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for the Yonko table, the table that will make their dreams come true. Yo! Yo, 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 everyone. That is the voice of your Yonko host, Dr. Jace Attorney. And today's topic at the Yonko table, we're going to be deep diving diversity in video games. All-encompassing diversity, whether it be people of color in the gaming industry, people of color in the in the games themselves, people from the LGBT community. When does a game need to be diverse? Does a game ever need to be diverse? When should it be criticized and so forth? It's going to be an all-encompassing conversation. We're going to deep dive this well and good. But with me, as always, to help in the conversation is fellow Yonko Grandmaster Hoop. Now, Grandmaster, I do not want you to say, I do not want the next words to come out of your mouth to be, I agree, Dr. Jace. Arkham City had a diverse cast of villains from top to bottom. The Joker and Harley Quinn, and dare I say Bane, Bane was a necessary diverse inclusion in Arkham Origins. This is stupid. Fine. I won't say anything. How about that? You took the words out of my mouth. Moving forward. You happy? This is what you wanted. Moving forward. Did I predict your your words? Yep, you got them. You nailed it right on the head. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. What 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 is your brief take on on diversity in games? I'll oh. give you the floor. Oh, I, mean, oh. I don't really I don't have much oh. of a take. I just think when it comes to the history of gaming, you can kind of see where people's you know what they want out of their gaming experience how it shifts uh throughout the decades i'd say uh because you know what gaming has only been around for like what 40 50 years almost uh coming up on 50 years uh, yeah about like the the 80s or so so some late 70s a little bit but that's like your your pong uh if you want to even consider right that. No, yeah. no 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 right so with that said you know i think uh, you just got to look at kind of where we are at in society and look at the gaming industry and see if they are matching kind of the wants of society. And if they're not, we'll talk about why not. We'll talk about if, where they're going wrong if they're trying and just, yeah, everything else in between. So I think it's I think it's a layered conversation. We love layers. Like an onion. Like an onion, everything's like a goddamn onion. So, this should be a fun one. 
Indeed it should. Indeed it should. But we are not alone in this endeavor. We have Supernovas here to join us today. Viene, viene, Paige and Dr. Mondo. And all right, let's get into it. Uh, so diversity in games. Um, I find this topic very interesting. Uh, I, I feel like what really kicked off like the interest in just the topic to bring it up for the pod is uh, a recent... A recent entry into the gaming industry from a little indie studio, uh, Square Enix. I don't know if either of you have heard of it. I mean, I know it's a niche game. That's way Final too indie for me. Final uh, Fantasy 16. Is that is that too far out there? Is that... It really is. It's so far out there that I don't have a PS5, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. No, I mean, Final Fantasy 16 recently came out. You know, rave reviews for the most part. Some criticisms here and there came out in June. Um, but I find this topic very interesting because, uh, you know, one of the earliest forms of criticism towards Final Fantasy 16, and this was even before the game released, that this was very noticeable uh, before, you know, the game was even close to a release date. And it was criticism it was getting a lot for its, uh, its lack of diversity. Um as as i'm sure well maybe i'm not sure but for final fantasy 16 takes place in like a medieval uh time uh, um is it dark fantasy dark fantasy period think game of thrones think game of thrones and for final fantasy 16 its cast of characters is predominantly white not every character is white there's some uh like kingdoms in the world where there's like you know people of darker skin complexions but for the most part your main cast of characters is white and one of the criticisms of the game was that hey there's no diversity in here what's the deal square enix why what what's your what's your problem not including people of color in in final fantasy and to be fair final fantasy has included people of color before um as in grandmaster hoops background uh Barrett from Final Who are you calling Mister? <laughs> Is that your exposure? <laughs> the damn remake? Yeah, of course the remake. I didn't play the original. Are you crazy? <laughs> I was playing Spyro on PlayStation 1. Not Final Fantasy 7. I Good. thought he I thought he was too busy playing Arkham, but it's fine. Oh, Arkham oh. in in 2000, what? Dr. Mondo in 2000. Like, I don't know, you know, but Maybe you had the opportunity to play Final Fantasy VII later on, but you just started to play Arkham. No, I've played mm. number seven, uh, remake, uh, circa 2020. Uh, yes, Barrett stood out to me as a character uh, being... He you was know, hard to miss. He's hard to miss. He's toting a giant arm cannon. And he's like over here, come on, Cloud, do something with that big old sword. I don't know. <laughs> something silly like that he never says that <laughs> i don't know I, I i only played through it once um but uh yes noticeable obviously black character uh obviously not african-american uh because they live on midgard midgar what midgar mid goodness midgard midgar 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 yes. all right final fantasy fans are coming for me um yeah, yeah, yeah. I would definitely. I, I, I have. I haven't played really any other Final Fantasy entries. However, I know this is here with Barrett. 
I think there's some diversity in 10, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, there's some, yeah, I... There's some I, There's some shades other than... Shades, like, right. Right. Shades, darker shades, right. for sure. There you go. Yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah, I find it interesting that now, what, is it like a step backwards for the Final Fantasy franchise in terms of inclusivity? Well, like, I don't think it's... so. I don't think it's a step back because they really I I think they never had a step forward to begin with. No. Uh, as a slight You know you yes, Barrett is a prominent black character in Final Fantasy, like main character very important for the story, but if you want to like for me a step forward and like I'm not like criticizing or anything. I'm just like calling it as it is here. Uh, like for me a step forward is that you're taking the steps to improve or change something and you continue on with that change and then you take a step back that it means like you committed the same mistake again like really there hasn't been with final fantasy i don't think like a progression towards just being more inclusive to begin with like yes they put barrett which is like yes a black character but okay, like he's one in how many games? So oh, many. there's there's Saz from Final Fantasy 13, a black but, a black father with his uh black son. But again, well, I don't there's know not like there. <laughs> oh, him! I know I've mean. seen him. I've seen him. I've seen him. Oh, the guy with the choke of the afro. Uh, uh, I looked him up. I seen. I've seen him before. Okay. You can, you can kind of like go here, like pick, like pick and choose and all that. But there's not that many for you to just right. say oh it's not really a step back because there really was never a step forward to begin with and interesting um and again i'm not using this to bash final fantasy because like i feel that in diver diversity and inclusion it's very interesting and i think in video games like it should be talked about it should be like see it should be you know like seen or trying to like mo uh, monitor because as an art form it is a medium for like all like all the like all the public and it's just it's a reflection of like what's going on to a certain degree now in our society games have changed as our society has changed and sometimes you can see the changes going on in the studios in the games themselves and sometimes they you know they have their creative reasons for making the decisions they make and final fantasy 16 is one of them i have one theory as to why that could be a, uh why they made that that decision and ooh, what 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 do you think what do so you think? wait wait before you give that theory can yeah. we get some backstory on to in the game so dr j you play the game yes you're playing the <laughs> <Yes>. game <laughs> Right, yes. you're playing the game. I'm playing the game. Right. All right. Can you just give a brief overview of what Very you good. have seen with diversity within this Final Fantasy 16 entry? Okay. Because I gonna... uh, there's some in-game reasons, right? There's an in-game. There is my interpretation of what I think an in-game reason is as to why they chose to not include like any black characters in 16 specifically, and I think. So very brief, right? No, and for those listening, I'm not going to spoil anything for 16. This is just very generalized synopsis for what 16 is. Like I said before, uh, dark fantasy, medieval time period. 
you have different kingdoms. Think a la um, uh, Game of Thrones. You know, you have your Westeros. Um, you have your... Um, you, you have like your desert kingdom and the people in the desert have like a more tanned uh, skin complexion compared to people like in, in like the ice areas or the grassland areas, stuff like that. In the world of 16, uh, you're either born just a, nor a normal person, whether that's part of the, uh, the, the, the aristocrats or like, you know, a royal lineage, or you're just like a average, uh, salesperson, you know, or, uh, um, just a normal person that's not noble, right? That's option one. Option B is you're born with the ability to use magic. And in this world, the people that are born to use magic are basically marked on their face and they're used as tools and enslaved by the people that are not magic users. Which is kind of crazy when you think about it because, you know, it's like, oh, they can use magic. Why don't, why don't they fight back? Why don't they fight back against them? But either way, um, so you have the people that can use magic, the people that cannot use magic. The people that can use magic, they're enslaved by everyone else. And they are abused and like tortured. And you see this throughout the game of 16. Um, it, it's, it's just terrible what a lot of these um, characters go through that are enslaved. Square Enix did not include any... Um, from what I could tell so far in the game, they have not included any um, black characters in 16. And I think that was purposeful, um, given the context of, I don't think it would go well if they showed a, for example, a black character, if they're born as a magic user, being enslaved by another character who maybe the character is black as well or maybe the character is white it doesn't matter they're going to be showing a black person enslaved in 16. and i think square enix did not want to show that and i think they're right for not showing it i think so it was it, a like creative a decision degree, like the way the way you're describing it and correct me if i'm wrong it's kind of like they took the lesser of two evils it's right. the let it's a damned if you do damned if you don't type of thing and it's, it's, it is the lesser in my opinion it's the lesser of two evils no like that's really an in, like it's an interesting take like and i can i can see it, it makes sense from a like even from an eight uh pr uh like pr hr all that kind of stuff it makes sense. it would be a nightmare yeah like it's a nightmare yeah like, uh, like and and they're you know they could still show like you know, black characters in like noble positions in the game, no. um, doing other things without having to be marked by, you know, as a magic user. But at some point in the game, it's there would gonna, have to be cause friction. It's gonna, right. it's gonna cause unwanted messages to like come out. And it's, again, it's like the lesser two evils they took. Uh, they took a gamble and they said, like, we're gonna gamble this. We're not gonna go, we're not gonna go all in here. And, I think my like my theory behind it is like Square Enix is a Japanese studio. Like Japanese dem uh, demographics, they're not extraordinarily diverse to begin with. Um, and like this can be seen also in anime as well. Like uh, you see it in anime sometimes, yeah. You see it in anime a lot. You know, like that it's very predominantly like a white uh, demographic. And again, it's because the way 
this majority of those, these studios they're in Japan and that's like the demographic that they have encountered that they have re been raised their entire life with you know and it's not like every place is the US that has such a diverse uh collection of people like collection of people um Japan is not like that so that's like my theory as to why like square like the majority of final fantasy games aren't that diverse that I, I i think that plays a role you know because their their market first and foremost in my opinion is their japanese audience and they and, want to see that reflected in their audience first and foremost and i think that's why sometimes they do participate to some degree in tokenism uh where like yeah. like like in seven Barrett is the only black character, and that, in, and that's why that's seven. why what, that's why I say like you can't take a step back if you never took a step forward, uh, right, right. And I think that kind of like goes in possibly a little bit more into like should we you know heavily criticize a game or art form or whatever for not being as diverse as what we think they should be. But I think it's that's why it's a little complicated because you have to look at like, who are the people making it? Where do they come from? Like right. culture, right. the demographic they themselves were raised in because I could like, I can be more critical of someone. Let's say if Square Enix was an American studio, there I could be a little bit more critical. And be like, hey, like, what? Like, and it's not like I'm gonna bomb them or anything. It's just like, hey, but you know, why didn't you take this extra step? You're from America. Like, you go out the street and you're gonna see people from all walks of life, all cultures, all, you know, races and ethnicities. In Japan, it's not like that. Uh, yeah. yeah. So it's like, that's where, like, I think it's important to just see, okay, where is this studio from? Who are the people that are behind this game? And from there, you can be, I don't know, like more objective with the criticism when it comes to diversity and inclusion. And I'm not saying to ignore it completely because it is important. Diversity oh, sure, yeah. is very important when it comes to all, uh, to all art forms because, yeah, they're like they're representative of what our world is now right right uh grandmaster i i see you uh scratching your head and your noggin you want you want to give your 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 two cents into this debate i'm not giving anybody the pass go i don't care where the studio's from wait what pass the pass of um you know catering to a demographic or Oh you no know, no no! no. Like, let me explain myself. I'm not saying no, like get the pass. No no, you're you're okay. No no no, you're okay. I'm just saying, I'm not giving anyone the pass as far as you know. When it comes to when you know you got the creative team, they're creating a game, and whatnot, and you choose to let you know the idea of race be a definitive factor to your story. And I'm gonna give I'm again I'm I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give a counter example, okay? I'm gonna give a counter example, okay? So when you let race, I guess human race, def okay. be a definitive factor to your story, I think that's very limiting 
to the characterizations you choose to put on in your game, right? Okay. I think that's very limiting. I think um, when you do it, it's like you're going to probably play off the same tropes when it comes to any kind of racial diversity within your world that you have created. You know, we've seen it with Tolkien. Uh, we've seen it with, you know, like Game of Thrones even. Oh, uh, you, you mean know. like if it's if it's like an all white cast? If it's a predominantly white cast and then the people of color are pretty much in the same roles that they play within, you know, okay. our society, whether past, present or whatever. Okay. I just, I find that very limiting and I find that very unoriginal. Like, <laughs> it's not good. I don't think it's good. I don't think it's good. Um, Mind you, if a game is good, a game is good, you know? Like if you enjoy Final Fantasy 16 for the combat, I do. The the story and whatever else it's got going on, then yeah, you could enjoy it. I've played so many games with probably white hetero cis male leads that are <laughs> probably like my yeah. favorite games of all time. So I'm not trying to knock any points on those games. Let but me you tell know. you, your fav <laughs> one of your favorite franchises is very problematic. Shut the hell up. You know, uh, you know which one I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, do you want to uh, talk about it? No. Are you talking about Arkham? Oh, no. I was going to say Kingdom Hearts. Oh, okay. Well, we'll get there. We'll get um, there. <laughs> no, but like, so I, think I, like, I hear you out. Like, it, yeah. what you're saying, because it's, it's kind of, if anything, like art forms, like painting uh series movies video games it's like it, this is like the chance that you have to just go wild to a exactly certain exactly like, not, like sure like there's some video games and some art forms that you know like you have this like, if you're going like for these like realist video games that are like a historic timepiece like there's some there's like that's a little bit different because like I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to like put it by like a historical time period and, and very specific place in time. Now, right. like, if you have a fantasy world, now if you have a fantasy world where it's like you are writing the laws of that world, you are you, writing you got everything. You full are God. creative control. You are yeah. God. You are yeah. God in that world, and like you're cre like you created in your own image. And it's like this, you can do whatever the hell you want. You can make people blue, green, purple, yellow, and no one's going to give rat's ass. Uh, so, and it's, it's kind of interesting how they keep on to the same tropes as you're saying that it's just like, oh, like they make race an important part of the story but it's like not in the way you would want or even yeah like just want to explore it's just the the typical why like oh the like you just put you put all white and if you go to the desert they're all black people and it's like you go there it's like these are like common tropes and you know it's fine like i played a ton of video games that had those tropes and i freaking love the ton of those video games and they're amazing video games they're great they're beautiful works of art but it's like okay, you could do more. Can, can, can we? Can we? What's it? Can we? Can we throw out the canvas? Can we just yeah. start a whole yeah. new? Why do we keep tracing over the same shit? 
every single time. It's a fantasy world. No, so let me like, tell you. As, Kratos, as Kratos would say, be better. <laughs> be better. Right. I follow. It's these these uh these game developers, they said, um, <laughs> we want you to stay in the parameters of realism. Blacks with blacks, Asians with Asians, whites with whites. Huh. Kratos. And still I follow. <laughs> and still I follow. So let me tell you my counter argument that so you know, when Dr. Jace brought this to my attention, I really had to really think of kind of games where I've seen this kind of progression as far as you know just kind of uh racial because we're i guess we're on the topic of racial inclusivity right now right uh, diversity and but, but you're right yeah like, right now, i mean we'll get yeah. to other topics yeah. my mind yeah, yeah. right now is currently on race right i think the legend of zelda franchise has progressively Ooh. become a lot better at uh racial diversity I'm gonna point to this girl right here. You know her? Ooh, Twilight Princess. Twilight Princess. I don't remember yeah. exactly. Telma. Her name is Telma. And what is? Oh, she owns like one of the inns. She owns a bar, I think, in Hyrule Town, Hyrule Castle Town. Okay. And she basically that's the hub for the resistance against right. uh, Ganondorf or whatever. Yeah. I was like, that's Queen Latifah. Uh <laughs> If they do a live action Legend of Zelda game, <laughs> that's Queen Latifah. Um, put put it in writing right now. I'm telling you, if they ever adapt Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess, you're gonna cast this girl with with Queen Latifah. And so, and then I looked at her and I was like, okay, cool. Because oh god, did I freeze? No, 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 no you did. You're good. Oh, it's frozen on my computer. Whatever. Oh. Um. Oh god, this is weird. Okay, either way, uh, when I saw her, I was like, "Cool, she's a black humanoid character, like, like straight up kind of like black, right?" Right. And then I even thought back though too. I thought back to the Gerudo tribe. The you Gerudo know? tribe. Now, what they say, the Gerudo tribe, as Doctor Mondo has said, it's like a, it's a black group or a brown skinned group of people in the desert of all things, uh, you know. And I was like. All right, cool. Uh, but also it was cool because it's like a tribe of badass women, you know? So that, right. that part was cool too. Either way, fast forward to Tears of the Kingdom, all right? Tears of the Kingdom is probably the most diverse I've ever seen a Zelda game. Uh, mainly because every humanoid character literally can represent any single race. Like the character designs, there are black people, there are Asian people, and again, you can like either tell by their skin, you can tell by their facial features. There's like blonde hair, blue eyed people. Uh, there's like tan, medium brown skinned people, and it's because they threw in all these races of people. Because when it comes to races in the Zelda games, you look at the actual races of species. You have humans who sometimes have problems with the Zoras. Zoras who sometimes have problems with the Gorons. Problems with the Rito, which are the bird people. Oh, the birds. They tackled, you know, if it, if the if the point of doing this, uh, the bare minimum of racial diversity in your game because you want to tackle race issues, just take those issues and make it with something other than people. 
you know? So now you got all these humanoid, every shade of person in Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, and any kind of racial issue in the game is actually brought on between the groups of species, you know? I think that's such a better way of doing it. And I know there's other games that do it well, but that, you know, I'm currently playing that. That immediately came to my mind as far as how to best include, you know, more racial diversity in your minor characters, your, uh, what do you call them? Your extras. And yeah, I think there's such a better way of doing it. And again, progressively, Legend of Zelda, again, they went from stereotypical. I mean, look at Link. He's white and blue eyed. Uh, and they blonde. Never cha- they never change in that. <laughs> Look at Zelda. <laughs> never. Only one game was Zelda ever tanned. Do you know what game that was? Oh wait, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Tanned. A tanned. It's a trick Zelda. question. A tanned Zelda. Oh God, I swear to God. Oh, uh, uh technically not a uh, uh, chic, right? Oh no, no, close. Was she tanned? She was tanned. No, no, chic is not tanned. Oh no, she it's, has red it's, eyes. It's Tetra. Uh Tetra. Fine. Tetra. I guess. Yeah. Yes. But 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 then when she turns into Zelda. Of course, of course, yes. She, she yes. becomes a lighter complexion. Yes, yes, yes. Correct. Uh, wow. What is that saying? What is that? Well, what, that's what's that's the, something what's I wrote. The subtext of that. Th- that is something I wrote in eleventh grade about darker skin characters typically being the villains. Uh, fiction. The rap scallions uh, uh, <laughs> uh, taking a life of piracy. The, until... the the most the most evil person in Legend of Zelda is darker skinned and he's from the dark skin <laughs> clan people in the desert. So, yeah. and I think that I think oh that goes God. like it goes along a lot of like you were you were saying that yeah that the dark like the darker skin character tends to be like the villains and all that. You know, like even like a lot of people around us you're still exposed to the like all these biases that throughout your entire life right and and i think it's a lot of them are implicit biases and you know media like media has been present since way before we were born and that media kind of continue like was saying a message we, we saw that media we were raised with that media and like we kind of internalized it without even noticing it and you know like all these creators internalize that media they make their media it's, it's kind of like similar to that other media and like it's like a cycle obviously yeah, yeah. so it's uh, like hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. It's not... It's not a simple like so. Ideally, I would love to be like you have a black ca- blank uh, a blank canvas. You throw paint at it, and like whatever splash uh, splashes splashes there, right? Um, but it's like easier said than done. And I applaud all the people that do that do it because it's like it's right. sometimes it it takes a lot for you to like notice what your biases are, right? It it, it takes. Uh, 
because some people are they they didn't know and then like you do these implicit biases tests and you're like holy shit what the fuck uh like i'm a piece yeah. of shit well i mean you <laughs> could like, you could like because like some of these implicit biases i mean they're they're implicit they're, they're not done with intention exactly and, they're not done and, with intention these and, a lot of these creators are not like Oh, I really think that white people are the supreme race and, and they clearly make the game. No, like, I, like that there are. Um, I wouldn't be surprised because there's so many. But there may be, there may be a, a there may handful. Be, but, um, but there are a lot that just have that that for sure have these implicit biases and they just manifest them in their in like in the media in their in their art, and they don't even and, realize it because and, it's like that's what. They were they kind of saw since it was almost ingrained to them without even knowing that it was ingrained to them. Let me tell you, and I, I brought this to Grandmaster Hoop's attention before. Um, I think a very a good example of that, Dr. Mondo, is the K Kingdom Hearts as a franchise. I think there's a lot of implicit biases in Kingdom Hearts where there's nothing with ill intent being said exactly. about Kingdom Hearts, but when you look at who the heroes are and who the villains are in Kingdom Hearts, you start to notice a trend. The people on the side of light who are heroic, you know, Riku, Kairi, Sora, um, Terra, Aqua, Roxas, all these characters, predominantly white. When you go to the evil people the people on the dark side of things that embrace the darkness that are trying to destroy the world why do they have a darker skin tone yeah than, than the rest of the true. cast no, and again Zayanort, it's the, it's, uh, it's Zayanort, and some seeker of darkness and i know they're not trying to say exactly. anything with that but it's like wow when you look at it like that 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 is a that is a tinge problematic no like, no no and, and, all and again to do. it's like this media beforehand it kind of perpetuates this it perpetuates it perpetuates it and you like you're you're raised seeing this media and like you're a kid you don't even know how to wipe your ass and like so like unless you're gonna know that this is the way that this is wrong that this is wrong and and you know you you internalize it and you don't even know it Granted, there are people that do it with ill intent. I'm not. I'm not. Oh, excusing, of course, of I'm course, not yeah. excusing those that do it with ill intent. And those really, like, those really have to look themselves in the mirror and just like be criticized as they are. But it, it's like it's a long process, you know. Kind of like figuring out what your biases are, and then like trying to kind of like break them. It's hard. Like it's hard. And no, and I mean, sometimes when you even try to go out of your way to uh, be diverse, sometimes it doesn't come off because the way like you're, you're, you're trying. Because you're to. not culturally like. Because there's also like the cultural competence. Part and, of it. and and I, I want to bring that up because Grandmaster Hoop had Barrett as his background uh, from remake. Remake did such a service for Barrett as a character uh, for, for Final Fantasy VII Remake because I can tell you right now, when Final Fantasy VII, the original Barrett one... Is, Barrett um, is not... Uh... He's he, he's one of the... He, he's a party member, right? But one of the criticisms I remember about Seven, and I didn't even play Seven back then, and I, I just remember this being a critique of it, despite him being, like, I think one of, if not the first 
uh, predominantly black character in a Final Fantasy game, he had a lot of stereotypes associated with him. Um, he was like the loud character in the group. He wanted to like he had a, he had a gun for an arm. He's the only character in Final Fantasy VII that has a freaking gun for a damn arm. And I remember that being a criticism. And, you know, people still love Barrett. People, you know, I I, I even love Barrett back then from the media. I saw him outside of that game. But I feel like depending on the demographic that's making a game like that, because, again, it's, it's a Japanese studio, Square Enix, sometimes the message gets sent the wrong way, Yeah, I feel like. And, um, again, it's like... You're if you don't know, like it's like me trying to create like this Asian character without knowing appropriately about Asian culture, and I'm just yeah, gonna, it, and I'm gonna go. It's you like know, you, you purposely just put like samurai garb on him, exactly. And, 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 a and it's just like, oh, I'm trying, and it comes across, even though your intentions might be good, it's still ignorant and it's disrespectful because, like. You did a half-assed job, half-assed research, and you really didn't, and you didn't, you didn't have cult like people from that culture to actually come in and 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 like and tell you, yeah, this is wrong. Don't do this. You want to know something else? I I wanted to give Square Enix the benefit of the doubt because Barrett was from like 97, 98. They did it again with Saz in thirteen. Yeah, that came out in twenty ten. Saz is the only party member that uses guns in your whole squad. And why can't we get a fucking sword? Everyone else uses a melee weapon. Why can't a black character get a goddamn sword in one of these oh, medieval I, I, I games? I was going to say something, but it's kind of embarrassing. I, 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 no, I, say it. Speak you your piece. Just watch Samurai Negro. Wow, deep cut. Oh my god, the deep cut. <laughs> I don't even know if that's still uploaded. You gotta have to dig for oh, it. Oh, see, you're the problem. You see what you just did? You said pish posh. You don't need black characters having swords. You already got one. You're oh, the problem. Here's here's oh what what's the word for that? It's um uh oh is oh it is no 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 no, no. like that was just joking. Oh, well. No, that's funny though. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah you know i mean when when did you guys first start seeing i guess kind of like a push towards more inclusion in video games because like i for me personally i like i, I want to say for the most part from like the 80s to like mid 90s it, it, it's either you're a fluffy animal yeah uh, as, as your main yeah. character or main characters uh or you're you're a white person uh, yeah like if, if, rarely, if, if, if you're if your sexuality is thrown in there you're a a a heterosexual white person yeah like rarely um, i think i'm trying to like think back when it comes to like race like we're because we're talking about and like, and, and it could be it, it doesn't have to be like limited to race at this okay. point as well like if, if you know um like i like for example i personally notice when it comes to lgbt representation i noticed it um, with like, I want to say in like the 2010s, like the early 2010 era. When did, yeah. by the way, when did Last of Us 2 come out? Last of Us 2 came out 2019, I Jesus, think. That, that, that's how, like, that's how, so there's also, let me see. 
games where life is strange i don't know if you guys played life is strange uh assassin's creed odyssey is odyssey, odyssey? A, another one odyssey. Wait, odyssey as far as what no 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 the, the assassin's creed odyssey game no no as far as like are we talking like LG, race? LG, LG, lgbtq everything oh, and, and oh. It, it's very inclusivity in anything it's, it's yeah um well, i was gonna say assassin's creed franchise as a whole I think actually does pretty good. Actually, job. you know what? Assassin's yeah, Assassin's Creed is really good for diversity. I, I don't know the, why that didn't come to mind. No, like, and that's the hell. Yeah, because Assassin's Creed all the time they even make mention. You know, this game was made by a uh, by a studio diverse group that is of, diverse, yeah. not, not like diverse in their in their ideas and like relig like religious, all that. Like they're. Um, they, let, let me ask real quick. Um, Odyssey, can you like have different partners throughout yes. Odyssey? So Odyssey sex partners, and it, and it makes and like regardless, like from of, a historical of standpoint, it's so, really... so you can have same sex partners. You can have yes. same sex partners in okay, Odyssey. Okay. Yeah, Got like it. I would say Odyssey is the most open with out of all that, which I think they even and it fits very well because it's in Greece sure yeah yeah, yeah. Mm, that makes perfect right. sense and it may it, it it's just like you can go and be yeah you can form like these romantic relations with like man woman multiple part it's like very very open it's not restrictive at all the game in that and like it's it, like it's pretty cool but i would say assassin's creed yeah as a franchise it's actually pretty diverse uh, the least diverse game that I'm trying to is maybe the latest one, Valhalla, and the and the reason behind it it makes like some sense if you're going with a historical uh, time period. It's Given the England. region, it's yeah. the limitations. Yeah, right. England, mid, like it's like medieval England. It's not a and fantasy it's tackling world. like a historical. It's, like, it, period. it's historical fiction. Yeah. Right, like that's it, where, like that's where, you know, it's acceptable for you to to do these kind of like, cor so, correct because that is history. Exactly, that's you're is a game like that a tries historical, to and I think, historical background. Yeah, they and try to Valhalla. Like you can still, it's not as open as Odyssey, but I think you can still have like same sex partners. Interesting. I think, yes, you can. Yes, you can. Because, Actually, yeah. Yeah, you can. Because if you're, you like, you can play either as Avor, like, uh, feminine or, or, or masculine Avor. Yeah. And you can have, like, same-sex partners. Yes. So, right. Shout out to the Assassin's Creed franchise. Uh, yeah, no, definitely. I was, yeah, I would definitely cite Assassin's Creed. Uh, shout out to uh, Bayek. Right, Bayek. But ba what's uh, his full name? Uh, Bayek uh, of Bayek uh, of of uh, of of. Uh, uh, I oh. fucking don't know where he's from. Bayek of Siwa. Siwa, there it is. On his name. Shout out to Adewale. Um, oh, Adewale. Okay. Yep. Adewale. Adewale. Um, you know it's interesting. Uh, okay, so I I. <laughs> Um, so as you said, Dr. Chase, as far as when you go back to like the eighties and nineties and all that, yes, I was like, damn, it really is. I, I, I deemed it like the mascot era where your yeah, the mascot, fluffy mascot. Yeah. well, it was either a fluffy thing 
Uh, I was like, okay, Crash, Spyro, Sonic, Star Fox, uh, or just a, a random thing like Pac Man. Uh, and then slowly they started introducing, you know, Jumpman, you know, Mario. Damn. Uh, and honestly, I couldn't think of many more predominant, like, really, like, in your face white characters. However, a lot of them have what is called, I think, I don't know what to call it. For example, Ryu and Ken, right? Street oh, Fighter. Oh, what yeah. are you getting at? I don't know. They're drawn a certain way <laughs> where they don't oh my give off. God. They don't give off if they are Japanese. Oh, 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 okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? Ne never mind. It's I, like what I Dr. Mondo said about anime characters. A lot of them kind of. They, Actually, they no, not... Ryu, yeah. Ryu. No, I don't know. Ken, I understand. Ken, Ken like, means blonde his name hair. Is Ken. He's Ken. It's in his name. But Ryu but like, is Japanese. So, I don't know. There's just... There is a demographic, yes, I think they're trying to appeal to. Right. And where their characters are designed in ways where you can clearly see the skin tone, but you don't question, per se, the ethnicity or the mm -hmm. nationality of them. Right. Uh, that was there, definitely a push. I think there was, um, so, like, since you're on the topic of Street Fighter, if there was ever an instance where, like, in that case, they would include, like, a, a, a Black character, it would always be a character from, like, a specific ethnic background. So, like, right. for Street Fighter, I don't know the guy's name, but it, it's a Black character. I'm pretty sure it's a Black character. It's the dude with like the rings. He has like rings on his wrists. And his I neck. know he's like he's African, right? He's African. Yeah, he could stretch or whatever. And it's like there and he, you go. he has like a pole too, right? I don't know if he has a pole. I he might. I'm not sure, but I I know he has um just the rings, and I know he's supposed to represent like Africa. And and that's the thing. In a game like that, if there was inclusion, it would be like, well, there you go, guys. There's your there's your black representation everyone from america from europe every other nationality is going to be predominantly uh white or at least lighter in in skin complexion and um, if they're if they are from anywhere else we're gonna let we're gonna make sure you know oh make sure right you recognize yes. this it should be clear as day exactly i just looked at uh dalsim Dalsim. Oh, I am not a Street Fighter fan, so oh. I can't talk. Wow. <laughs> I I'm not a Street Fighter fan as well. Um, um I just know Ryu and Ken. That's all I do. That's all you need to know. Uh, uh, okay. I was gonna say, all right, well, okay. For me, I do this thing all the time where when it comes to TV shows, I try to think as many black characters and lead Actually, roles I as I can. He's he's Indian. Oh, bad. he's Indian. He's We're Indian. bad. We're problematic. <laughs> Canceled. Oh um, my goodness. Either way, I, either way, it, it still fits the bill. It still fits the bill. Yes, if you want an Indian stereotype. representation, oh wow, of course, of course. Uh, here's your check mark. That's all you get. Check your, check your biases. Check. Let, let, let me ask you two, <laughs> as two people of Puerto Rican background, or you know Hispanic, Latina, Latinx background. Can y'all name predominantly Hispanic Latinx characters in video games? Can you Miles name Morales, any? baby? Done. Oh, okay. Okay. One. Can you name two? All I need is one, baby. 
Uh, Dr. My... Mondo, you said Miles as well? Yeah, I said Miles. Miles. Okay. That's all we need. Outside of that, yeah, really. Um I'm well, sure I'm sure I can dig for something, but the problem is I have to dig. Nothing yes. readily comes to mind where I'm like, oh, of course, this person. Um my my I mean beyond the spot I'm not across the spider-verse is fresh on our minds still. And we're talking about predominantly black characters in games, and it's like, oh, okay, of course, Miles, um, he, who's half Puerto Rican, um, but yeah, no, I I can't say, oh, uh, your favorite, um, uh, Dom, Marcus Phoenix, no, no, oh, Dom, oh, oh Dom, sorry, okay, <laughs> sorry, I don't know if you can count oh, him, Dom, as a... yeah, well, yeah. Dom is Hispanic, yeah, Dom yeah, is. Actually, I did think of Gears of War when I was thinking, yeah, oh, man, what black characters? I was like, oh, oh Coltrane, Coltrane, oh, Coltrane, Dominic, Dominic Santiago from Gears of War, Dominic Santiago. Mm -hmm. There's um, quite there's good, King. diverse little cast there. They there's King from Tekken. Oh, King from Tekken. Is he the leopard? Yes, the Jaguar. Oh, I, I didn't know. He Wait, was... is he an actual Jaguar or he like wears like, a see. Jaguar <laughs> skin? <laughs> Oh god, we sound like terrible fake fans. Listen, oh, like uh, I'm not a Tekken fan. I'm not like I oh, just... he's kind of like a like a luchador. He is. I thought he was an actual jaguar. No, he's he has a jaguar. You're kidding. Guy. You're kidding. He's a. You thought it was kidding. a real jaguar? Yes. Why would it be a real jaguar? Have you played those games? It looks real. Listen, it's a mask. He doesn't you bite tell you me, with so it. So you mean to tell me Kuma? Is not an actual bear. Let me see. Kuma. Oh, oops. No, but no. you know that that actually raises a point. It's like they're really not like they're not that many prominent Hispanic video game characters. Well, that's my thing is like, so no, 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 yeah, there's not that many. I, I, I do think when it comes down to it, um, because one, when I looked at the black characters, many of them are stereotypes. Like the top black characters that come out are Franklin from GTA Five. Uh Franklin, right. Uh CJ from San Andreas. Yeah. Um and like also like piggybacking on the stereotypes, it's like when it comes to Hispanic uh, video game characters, and again, like the majority are not memorable, to be mm -hmm. honest. Yeah, because like I, they always they always cater to the stereotype that the Hispanic is like the it, like the poor guy and the like the poor poor dude or woman at the farm or like something with drugs right something with a drug cartel something with that that they're kind of like mafiosos mm -hmm. and it's like again they're not the luchadors the lucha, like luchadors that they're not memorable characters the majority of them are not memorable characters they're not well developed and they really are just like they are token characters that just like it's a check mark oh look the latino character that is part of a, a part of a game he's in there so, we got him uh, we got yeah. so it, I, I had to i had to look some of this up um you have rico rodriguez from just cause no yeah the, he, the, again like there are uh, video there are hispanic right. characters but but memorable hispanic video game characters 
Yeah, look like I, I would say like Miles Morales is pretty much the 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 one that's memorable. He's probably the highest up there. Yeah, yeah. Like, maybe up there with like Dom Santiago. Who, who else years. did you find? I'm curious. I I found Sombra from Overwatch. She's like a hacker yeah. uh girl. Um, there's King, uh, Miles Morales. All of these mentioned Dominic Santiago. There's another Hispanic character from Tekken, Miguel Caballero Rojo. Wow, um, Caballero Rojo. What a yes. name. What a uh, what a name. <laughs> Tell and, me you're Hispanic without telling me you're Hispanic. <laughs> and see a lot of these see I I just open like literally three or four different articles and I find it silly that a lot of these articles are literally citing the same characters. Yeah, for yeah. the most part like, over I, and over again. Yeah, like there'll be some deviation here and there, but, they're but for the most the part it's the same. Uh, Dom, that, like this is the fifth one I've opened. It has Dominic Santiago well, again, and it just like it just tells you again, like the lack of effort. I would oh, say, Carmen San Diego. How dare wow. we? Wow, a master thief. Another oh, thief. Wow, that, that, that's what you got out of it. Again, she's it's a like, thief. Wow, like. Also, oh I would say, may, like, Hispanic characters, maybe, like, the entirety of a shit ton of Far Cry series. Oh, yeah. Uh, Michael Mando plays oh. the bad guy in three. Giancarlo, and Giancarlo Esposito and, is and, in four. And the vi no, wow, villains. 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 Both villains. Giancarlo wow, and they're both in the Breaking Bad franchises. And Michael Man Michael side tangent. Who does who does the Far Cry three villain play? In Michael Mando is in Better Call Saul. Oh, okay, never mind. But like Expo uh, Giancarlo Esposito is in Far Cry six. Oh, six. Oh, sorry. yes, yes, sorry. Far Cry six. Apologies. He's a villain. Uh, um, but yeah, it's like it's the con like the tropes again, the yeah. common themes, the stereotype, the biases, and and again, like I don't doubt that there are some people that don't give a crap and there are some people that like uh just don't know and are not culturally competent enough to really just well let's let's talk about a really progressive game that i again i only think it's trying to be progressive but dr mondo your background i feel that is a game where i'm like damn they they did really well with the representation in that game. Uh, the Horizon series. Yeah. I think the oh, Horizon series. Wow. Horizon is, series is actually, it's fascinating. Because. Sight, right. Yeah. It's, because it, obviously it's a fantasy world that's kind of rooted in our world, but it's like it post-apocalyptic. Right. And, you know, there are these communities that, you know, the, they, it can fall a little bit into the tropes. You know, the desert people, again, are the more dark-skinned in Horizons in Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, Forbidden West. But overall, like, it's a little bit more, uh, like, it's pretty diverse, I would say, when it comes to skin color, at least. Um, it's diverse when it comes to and sexuality, like, too. Yeah, um, at least with the DLC. Well, I feel you you run into side characters too in uh you in do. the Horizon series where it's definitely like uh Oh yeah, my 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 wife is over there and it's Yes, you do. And it's woman. very I it, it depends on like the tribe you go, like it it's 
it's pretty interesting but i would say like it is pretty diverse obviously it it still goes with some of the tropes that are still going on um, i don't know i feel it's it's no, but, representative of america because a that's where it takes place no yeah no, again um, it's like it falls a little bit into the tropes but it doesn't abuse them that, let me let me ask you this because this is a criticism that i remember a couple uh reviewers were getting blasted for with um her the horizon series and more recently as well with final fantasy 16 and it's how you want the diversity to be portrayed and how do you want it to represent real life so like for example with horizon uh you mentioned it uh dr mondo where it takes place in a post-apocalyptic America, uh, world in general, but spe spe specifically for Horizon, it's in America. America. And diverse cast of, of people, you have black, Asian characters, Hispanic characters, you have some trans characters as well, gay characters. You have everyone practically covered in some capacity in, in Horizon. And also with the main character being, um, you know, uh, part of the community as well from the DLC. But... I remember a criticism of this game where there were some people that said they think Horizon not having any form of racial tension in a post-apocalyptic oh, world is disingenuine to the world that we live in to where it, it, it it's almost like they're creating like um utopia a utopia an, an unrealistic fantasy that it kind of takes away from the world um yeah, and, and, and 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 this is to either of you like do you, do you well, want do you do you feel like you need that in a game me, to be diverse like do you want let, racial tensions in a, I think a, a so, fantasy game at that like so you know. i think it is so it's not so like when i go into a game it's not like the first thing i look for right uh a lot of the times when i go into a game honestly it's to distract myself from work uh it's to you know i want to enjoy myself <laughs> i want to enjoy myself i want an escape you know all that now i do appreciate when they go the extra mile with this stuff with this kind of stuff because it does add a little bit of a layer of immersement into the game that it's like it kind of like some of the beauty of video games is when the video game kind of blurs the lines of reality and, and fiction and fantasy, because like you kind of start feeling as though you are in the game, you, like you are part of the game. Oh, you know, a lot of things happen there. Right. Um, but I think it's interesting that take that they're that it's like it's like a utopia. And I don't think it's inherently bad or good what they did there. Because in a fantasy world, in a game, you are God, you do whatever the hell you want. And that they portrayed this game like this, maybe that's like the way they want the world to be. And it's a fantasy world. Uh, that sure, it is based off somewhat real world. Now, like one thing would be, I would agree more with that take let's say if i do a game that's like call of duty or that's literally based on the real world if you're if you're if you're like making the, like you're or... picturing the real world and you picture this as like 
We are all living in harmony. There is no tension. Okay, that's that's another thing. Like this is just you're like you're trying to trick us here. It's like if there's historical like uh historical fiction kind of like, like what you said earlier. Fiction if, that, like, if there's if there's something with that in a game, I feel like you have to touch on it in some capacity. As an example, Assassin's Creed for the most part has fantastical elements, but if I'm it's playing rooted. Assassin's it's it, rooted in in a, it, in historical fiction. It, it's it, rooted in the in it, real and that's why if I'm playing a game like Assassin's Creed 3, where you're playing as a Native American, as your main character during the American Revolution War, I expect some racial tension to be brought up in the story. And, and it is. And it, it is. is there. Exactly. It is. And that, to me, adds to the world because it's like, oh, wow, who who's again, really the villain? Who's really like, the and hero? Not, not only that, again, it blurs the lines. Because right. like, it makes, what makes... A game, what makes a game great is either that it's so fantastical that you get lost in it or that it blurs the lines between, like, that there is that element of fantasy rooted in realism. So, like, with Horizon, it's like, I know, I see where they're getting at, but I, uh, let me, let me be upfront. Horizon I completely is like, disagree like a with, with the, the criticism towards something like horizon yeah. um listen yeah. look here horizon does that thing i was talking about earlier the when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply you know, it is a diverse cast of people in Horizon. Uh, there is not much of that tension as we are talking about. The tension is rooted in the tribes. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, it's rooted in Aloy being uh, an uh, outcast, an outcast yeah. uh, with uh, her. What's that guy's name? The, whatever. What, uh, the, the dad. dad her dad figure. Rost. 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 Um, it's it. all rooted Rust. in, see, you, you, again, it's that idea of, you know, you want to tackle these issues, but they don't necessarily have to come from the idea of racial identity. You know, it mm -hmm. is simply, she is being ostracized. She's being, you know, discriminated, uh, all because of who she is not based on her skin. So it's a, it's a game that still explores themes like that. But I think it. I think it. You know, it's more interesting to see, you know, a world where and and maybe Utopia was the wrong way to call it because they're still at war with all these different exactly. people. It's um, it, it's a racial utopia in the sense a racial of utopia. no one's at war based because, on like the, based the, on the on color skin of your skin or and, your right. sexuality or anything. And some people were saying, well, no, that's that's unrealistic because it it would cause issues in, in a world like this still but, because. But that is, I think. And I get I I don't want to like fall into the trap of saying like they're people that try to nitpick, 
and look for criticism where like sometimes it's like you're kind of missing the point in general they're I, missing I, I, i'll say they're, they're missing like, it they're, i'll say they're missing no, it no exactly but it's like i don't want to fall into that trap but here it's like they're missing the point because it's like this is a fantasy game a <laughs> there's fantasy so much game. more going on in this game exactly like <laughs> listen listen, listen like listen. there's oh go, go ahead go ahead this is okay imagine people playing the kingdom hearts franchise and they are over here oh, like, yo, God. why isn't Sora throwing slurs at any nobody? <laughs> you can't talk to me, you freaking nobody. You don't have a heart. You can't talk to me. You're beneath me. You're heartless. Hello, <laughs> Woody says that to young Xehanort in Kingdom Hearts 3. You're a loser. You're a nobody. You got no friends. Imagine, though, if that was something somebody wanted throughout the entire game, like, you go to freaking, I don't know, you go to Mulan and Mushu's like, damn, that's right. That's a nobody, Sora. Get his ass. <laughs> you know? Imagine something stupid like that. Like, that is besides the point of it's, the game. Like, no, yeah, it's like one, not every game, not every game, not every game should tackle racial ethnic issues and all this like yes diversity and inclusion is important but the main theme of a game is according to what the creators want and it fits the story and there and sure like i think it's like a little like a nice little layer that you can put because it, again it brings a little bit of like real world into a fantasy game or whatever but there's but <laughs> i'm thinking of really stupid but, no example. yeah but go, go, go 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 what but are some it's, examples it's, it's what, what you're are... saying it's like it's not the point of the game and it's like it doesn't fit the plot yes it's like let me, let me tell you if if roxas came out for <laughs> axel you know and roxas and axel were a thing well there, there's their theories well okay there and will then, always be theories and if and if somebody like zigbar looked at them and said that's not right like i would love for axel and roxas to be out for each other and love one another i would love that what i don't need is any opposition Within this story, Xehanort you know? just looks at Roxas and Axel and says, See why? <laughs> no, I can't imagine if Kingdom Hearts wanted to include any members of the LGBTQ community within their characters, and then you got like freaking Xemnas being like, um, Do you accept us? And Xemnas, actually, no no <laughs> dun, dun, like, dun 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 i don't need that in the game like i i want the inclusion but i don't think yeah i don't think every story constantly yeah, like you don't need like to this have this realistic approach yeah again it's missing the point it's like criticize I, that from a game from like a very realistic game but i i think some games world. do tackle that issue and, and some of them do tackle it with flying colors but i think that's because that's the purpose exactly what that game is trying to it, be like if you go um, in if, if the creators went in with the idea and you can and you know when the creators are trying 
to just like give you something. They don't need to spoon feed you, but it's like you can picture just as you the when you're playing the game, you can picture the message the creator's trying to create to to convey. So like most of the time, unless it's like a very mindfuck of a game. But yeah, it's like not every game, not like if the game was made with the intention of being a critique, you will know that that game is being made with the purpose of being a critique. Uh, they they will not hide it. They won't tell you like this game was being made, by the, but they'll show right. you throughout the game. And mm-hmm. it's it's fine that some games are goofy and are just meant to be escapes of reality because that's another that's another purpose that games have is to be an escape from reality for you to literally numb your mind and forget about whatever is happening outside and there it's also fine for games to be rooted in reality and make you think about what is going on outside that is totally fine and everything in between that spectrum is also fine mm-hmm. not every game should be a racial critique and you should expect racial tensions or even just or tensions against any underrepresented minority or any community not every game has to is obligated to present this if they want to that is great and I applaud them for doing it. And like, I'm, but I'm not knocking it down if they don't. For telling that story and, you know, portraying it in a correct, tact, and culturally competent way. But they're not obligated to. Like, as in, like, games aren't obligated to always be about this. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, I think you put it best, Dr. Mondo. I, I think you should praise the games that do entertain it, that do tackle the issue of, you know, whether it's racial tensions or um, LGBT representation, wh- what have you, anything in the in the whole diversity spectrum. But if a game that is just wants to do its own thing, it just wants to be fantastical in its own way, just just let it just you know like i i started like picturing like mario like freaking mario and racial tension mario can can mario and racial tensions like i i don't goombas can't sit over here with us koopas (laughs) that could be i I don't you never know what if what if the ghost chasing pac-man was a hate crime wow Sometimes you never know. Um, you never damn know. ghost. Ghost. <laughs> um, let me not bring in real world into the term ghost. Oh not. Or synonyms for ghost. Goodness. No, but but you know, like we've been talking a lot about like the ra- like the racial and, and like uh, ethnic part of it, but we really haven't touched upon like a lot of like the LGBTQ, I would say, like in gaming. Mm-hmm. Granted, right. like, what's up on, like, Horizon here a bit and Assassin's Creed? This, mm-hmm. like, got a shit ton of, like, I I couldn't play the it, DLC because I don't have a PS5. 
Right. So, and I'm not gonna get a PS5. Damn it, Doctor Mondo! Get I'm a so, PS5. You're a doctor. <laughs> I'm a resident doctor. I am not paid as like a real doctor. <laughs> He's yeah. in his season two of Grey's Anatomy right now. <laughs> Almost season three, starting next week. Uh, there you go. But no, it's but like I know like the backstory, like the backstory of like this entire scene and all that kind of stuff. And like it right. got a ton of backlash, which was stupid. Because it's like, it was like pretty touching the way it went. Uh, but yeah, like, I think like games are starting, like, are starting to just to portray this. And it's, I think like with LGBTQ, it's, it's important because the LGBTQ community has always been present throughout history regardless of yeah. where you go because it's yeah. like one thing it's like for us to say oh i am going to the nordic countries the vikings like i would be hell bent uh, i would be very surprised if i saw like an asian there or a black person there like historically speaking because of where we are and you know i could be wrong i don't know like there we don't know like the yeah yeah shadows yeah. of history um uh but the lgbtq community no matter where you go no matter which culture you go no matter which country you go no matter which tribe you go in the history of mankind they have always been there so and sometimes they have been shunned sometimes and like i find it Greek culture i so find i think it it's important to have them always you know, just present them because it's like right. they've always been there. I I find it interesting with the LGBT community with what is the reaction when you showcase it in specific games. So, for example, um, games in which LGBT is showcased a lot throughout that are typically universally praised. Um, it I wouldn't call them indie games, but like it, it's games that are not like your big blockbuster triple a game so like for example uh celeste um uh life is strange uh oh my god there was another one oh, uh hades wait no, was it hades yeah hades, hades, hades. yeah um a, a lot of those games universally praised for like their you know their gameplay mechanics all that stuff but also they have a lot of lgbt rep in those type of games and, and and they're received well like rarely do i see people like blasting a game like hades for like oh my god why why did they have him uh be bisexual or something i don't think hades uh, i'm not even sure if any of the characters are like that in there but they they have representation in hades but then once you start getting into your triple a blockbusters your games that are more advertised to like a bigger demographic i think that's where you start to see a pushback so like for example dr mondo with um uh forbidden west with the dlc um last of us part two last of us part two got some justified hate for other reasons but mm -hmm. one of some of the unjustified hate for last of us part two was yeah. the fact that the you know the lgbt representation was at the forefront of the game that was some of the unjustified stuff. But I, I noticed it more with that. Um, you know, the bigger the game is, it almost seems as if, I guess, the, the haters for that type of stuff seem to flock to more as because, opposed to again, the smaller like, scale stuff. Because smaller scale stuff, 
it appeals to a specific audience. Smaller scale. Smaller scale. Oh, that, yes. that, like it then blows up, you know, because it like it's good. Hades, uh, an example. But uh, but it appeals to a smaller audience. While games like Forbidden West, games like Last of Us, those are blockbuster games. Uh, they are more a, mainstream appeal to right. everyone. We want everyone to buy our games. Be it the farthest left wing to the farthest right wing. We want everyone to buy our games. So you're bound to have all those like unjustifiable criticisms and remarks going around, especially with the big games. Like it's unavoidable. It's it's unfortunate, um, yeah. namely because one, and correct me if I'm wrong, you know, uh, speaking on uh, Horizon again, I feel Aloy's sexuality wasn't that big of a plot point. No, it's not um, even. It's not. It's, in, a, it's not. It's in, no, it's not an integral part of the story at it, all. It's not an. It 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 is part of her identity. It is not her her main attribute to her her identity. It is just right. an afternote that says in the DLC. Oh, by the way, guess what? And 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 they show it. It's and, not the main and, point right. of the game. And it's like that's something that because a lot of a lot well, of the tropes that happens with LGBTQ and like uh correct me if I am wrong, and I would have loved to have Nino here for this. Uh Nino could have spoken on this. Uh I would have loved to have like his opinion with this. It's that they kind of make the sexual like the sexuality be like the center point. It's like the like they try to focus the picture and it's like, oh, sexuality, sexuality, sexuality. That's literally all they kind of focus on. And it's like, yes, it is an important part of like what the like who the character is. It is part of the character. It, it is, is not a, the part of the character, character, but it is not the character. And it's not and the gaming experience. The, ga the gaming experience. Right. And I think this a lot i would say like media in general not only video games like fall in this trap like movie series i've seen uh, like i think i've seen it i really i can't say off the uh, like off the top of my head like oh i'm gonna give you a specific example and like that's bad on my part but like i've seen it and well, I what i've well, noticed what i've noticed is a lot of times in you know talking about horizon last of us it comes when the sequel happens, when they develop the character more, and I, and, I'm, and, right. I'm, and I'm with the developers when they prop when they you typically they say, we didn't just make them gay for this game, they were gay in the first game. We just didn't care to highlight that part of the character because that like, wasn't the story. Or you know? like say and, and that's like, a tactic TV. too to like make it more appealing to a wider sure. audience. It, it, for the first game, because it's like, oh, yes. oh, let's not touch on it yet because exactly. we like, we want people to be li liking at. the game. But then in the sequel, they're like, all right, we got our fans, we got our fandom. <laughs> exactly. we, now we get to get to the. They're not the going to care stuff. if we make them gay. And like I think, burn it down. <laughs> no, yeah, it's kind of like it to a certain degree. It's the the very marketing part of it all. Like yes, it's like they were gay the entire time. You just didn't say it, 
or is that you were afraid to say it because you were afraid that people were not going to buy your game if you said it uh that's like just right. sad which is sad like you know that you have to, that you kind of like have to limit yourself uh and again like you, i'm not saying like every uh, like every character's sexuality has to be defined in every game no like so like the sexuality of a character is negligible in many games and they're great games and whatever but if like you're developing a character and you're developing the sexuality of that character you shouldn't feel like ideally uh you shouldn't feel bad of putting in whatever sexual identity they have and developing the character so forth and right right the sexual making their sexual identity part of their identity as a character but not being the overarching focus of the entire character and what true like completely defines the character let, let me tell you you mentioned that dr mondo and i i i i didn't want to get into it because well for me personally it's because like i, I don't want to be spoiled on it but uh final fantasy 16 wow wow we started with final fantasy 16 and we're we're coming back straight to it full circle yeah. full circle more recently because you know at the beginning we had the racial diversity in uh 16 more recently now that the game has been out people have been getting to a certain point in the game i won't say where because i'm i'm personally not at that point yet so i can't really speak on it but there is a character that comes out as gay in in, in 16 it's a it's a character that you're going to be interacting with a lot and uh people didn't seem to mind about it at all but there's been some criticism i won't say from which specific news source uh you could probably figure it out on your own but this news source was basically criticizing the fact about this gay character in a sense because i didn't read the article because i again i didn't want to spoil myself but from what I, from the gist of what I understood, from what little information I could pull from it, uh, to avoid spoilers, is that they were upset that this character's sexual identity was not at the forefront of their identity, to the point where, for example, um, instead of it being like the main element to their character, they wanted it. Uh, it, it, it was more or less like an afterthought. It's just, oh, by the way. This character is gay. Did you know that? Anyways, there's a war going on over here. Uh, we should probably focus on that war because people are dying and there's fantastical elements of like monsters and demons being summoned. And and, and I find that silly because again, there we we touched on it earlier too. Sometimes in the world of like uh, a, a fantasy like this, there are bigger things going on than just putting these stereotypes of how a person should act if they're uh, like a certain demographic, if they're a certain minority, if they're a certain sexuality, because it's like, why limit yourself to such generic, uh, <laughs> generic uh, stereotypes? I just, I, I find it, I and find you know, it like, silly. I and you know, like very silly. I think it's, again, I really wish Nino was here. <laughs> <laughs> For this I'm sure Nino would have a lot to say right now. Yeah, like I, so. I think it is refreshing sometimes like, and I'm going to use kind of like the, not a video game, but a movie. And we Go touched upon on this pod, strange world, like strange mm. world. Oh, straight. Like, right. 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 Strange his world. kid. It's like, he's gay and it's not 
and that's it. Great, he's gay. It's part of his identity. It's, part it's of his not identity his. It. Ide- it's not the and, fighting part of his identity. And it's not like the overarching theme of the movie. And it's like it's refreshing to see because it's like you you go around and like oh you're gay fine L- like live and let live it's like live your life like good for you you're happy good it doesn't need to be this suffering and all this this stuff that we always see that we always see at least here and and a lot of like when they present oh he's a gay character oh my god and they make it the focus the full focus instead of just saying like hey it's totally fine you're gay that's mm-hmm. let's continue on like there's other things happening but that that's how i see it but yeah uh, let, let me say I, I think there's a there's a double-edged sword here yeah specifically when you mention the final fantasy 16 character because you said it was it was revealed at the end not not at the end it's just it, a character that you know of from the beginning you just know a little bit about them you get to a certain point in the game I don't know in what context it's revealed, but the character is revealed to be gay. And okay. um, it's just from what I understand of the, the the minor criticism towards it is that for lack of better words, because I this is what I understood from what people were saying they were saying, they weren't gay enough, if that makes sense. Oh, and I boy. find that I find that problematic. Yeah, um, because, because it's I, like. I, I, I don't know what more you wanted the person to the the the, the character. I'm not sure what and, more you wanted from them. No, to and showcase not only that, that, it's like I think, and that's like, I'm not gonna say dangerous, but it's like it's a little bit problematic. I feel like it creates stereotypes. Exactly. Like, exactly. What exactly. Me, that's what I was gonna get at. Let me but let it, me say this, and I'm trying to speak of the sentiments not of Nino but of Apex. Um, it doesn't have to be a stereotype. Yeah, stereotype would be the wrong way to go. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, like a gay character doesn't need to be uber flamboyant, mm-hmm. or if it's a girl, doesn't need to be overtly masculine. Agree. You know, th- those are stereotypes. Uh, however, to my from my understanding of conversations with like specifically Apex. Uh, that is so much part of his identity, you know, it should play a part into the characterization of the character. That does not mean that it needs to be the focal point of Mm. the character, nor does it mean it doesn't need to be like, you know, that is the character. They're gay. That's it. You know, uh, and Mm. I wish I had a character I could cite from other games. I don't. I I actually just had a list up. Uh, I, I I know of some that. Well, uh, do you mean like that are more just, just characters who are kind of who I guess in more uh, relatively in the context of gaming, they're more open. Uh, but you know, again, their uh sexual orientation is not their definitive character mm-hmm. characteristic. You know, uh. But again, I can't. I can't think of any. I I lost my list. I like, just I had think, it. Yeah, I think it's important to just, you know, kind of represent the entire spectrum of that. Yeah. Because 
you're gonna like sure like you can be uber flamboyant you can be right like a regular person that no one would suspect it and you know that's it's like they again spectrum everything is a spectrum and right kind of just sticking to one of them they oh like oh like the uber flamboyant guy or the uber masculine girl that they're like they're definitely gay like that it's like that's a stereotype that's a stereotype the same way you like you put like like barrett in the in final fantasy game is the is the loudest character is the only guy with guns blah 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 blah. like again stereotypes you're and i think it's i think it's cool for you sure like you can put like the uber flamboyant guy as 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 gay that's totally fine uh but like in another game you can put he doesn't need to be uber flamboyant he can have some mannerisms and all that but that's fine uh and, and he's gay or and you you can play around with that entire spectrum. People comes in come in all shapes and sizes. Right, yeah. And flavors. It's, it's like and then sexual identities and sexual orientations. It's like we're like we really are a, a, a rainbow. And you and you have a shit ton of colors to play around with this rainbow. You don't need to stick with just one. It's, it's a spectrum. It's a it's yeah. a slider. You slide it anyway. Yeah. Right. You and don't I think pick two or three colors. And I think, you know, as far as gaming goes, especially where we are now in like the 2020s, what we wish to see represented in gaming is very similar to what we wish to see in cinema and TV, namely because gaming has now become such a cinematic experience mm-hmm. that more mainstream. Correct. So for them to, you know, represent every spectrum of the human race is very much more rewarding than to, you know, just be playing it safe as most games tend to do. We want this. We want the layers. We want the layers. People, a lot of people play video games to escape to escape the world we live in. And I think it's, I think it's important for like gaming, like gaming is an escape. Yes. And sometimes we want that escape to be a better world than what we see our world to be, you know? Correct. And, and a lot of games. It's important that sometimes we give people the world they think the world should be. Right. Absolutely. Right versus a, a, a identical reflection yeah. like I, that's it, not i don't play a game just so like sure sometimes there is a, a certain beauty in that but gaming is an escape and you know people sometimes deserve the, <laughs> that little piece of utopia that they want the world to be where you know give me my peace yeah like a world <laughs> where they have it where they don't feel that you know they have to hide who they are and all that kind of stuff right you know that's part i i would say maybe that's what makes gaming unique when it comes to other pieces of media because in the cinema sure you can kind of lose yourself in the cinema but you know you're like you're not in the movie 
you're not in the series. You're not in the painting. Gaming, you take it has that literally. Interactivity. You are the one that has control. You are that character. Right. You are inhabiting that world. So right. why and you not? navigate it however you choose. And you and like you obviously some games more than others. Like you kind of <laughs> oh, yes, I guess you kind of <laughs> choose. Your, you kind of choose. Not every your... game's Tears of the Kingdom. Not no, every that's... game you can swing around New York. No, it's like. And you choose your own destiny in that game. Right. Right. I think it's important really to have that in mind when you're making a game. Sims. Yeah. The Sims. Exactly. But goodness me. uh, I think we covered practically everything we wanted to talk on regarding diversity in gaming. Uh, Any any final thoughts in just in general? How about this? How about this? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Tell me, and this is more or less a homework for Grandmaster Hoof so he could stop this nonsense. Now, the lesson has been learned. What diverse game are you now going to play after attending this pod? I mean, I should go finish Forbidden West. Uh, okay. <laughs> wow. So I should go finish that. Um, you know, I, 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 we we didn't really talk about it, but, um, mm-hmm. you know, there's been a way more female protagonists than there's ever been in gaming. So I need to go play those games. Uh, I'm glad I play Horizon. Your Tomb Raiders. I need to go play, huh? Your Tomb Raiders. Uh yeah. Um, and that's something we also didn't talk about too. Kind of, Laura Croft, iconic as she is, she definitely perpetuated for a time the oversexualization of yeah. women characters. Oh, yes, for sure. Uh, for sure. But they, we have done. We have come a long way since We've Laura Croft. Like way. even Laura Croft has come a long way since Laura Croft. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But um yeah no um no nah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna keep uh what is it uh widening my horizon when it comes <laughs> to video your games horizons. yeah yes. whatever uh so I gotta go find some more games I'm still running through Tears of the Kingdom which again which I said Legend of Zelda has been doing a great job maybe I'll just give the shout out to Nintendo too uh Fire Emblem games do a good job as well uh with representation oh, yeah. Fire Emblem does uh, a pretty good job. Yeah, like a lot with freedom of choice and a lot of the Fire Emblem games. So, uh, right. Yeah, maybe I'll maybe I'll tackle those too. Um, but yeah, you know, um, I think gaming. I think uh, I think TV and film is like all the way over here, right? And gaming is slowly but surely coming. Mm-hmm. So we just gotta keep at it. Yeah, it's getting there. It's getting there. Um, I'll. Oh God, I. <laughs> I don't know. I play too many uh street fighter six there's my next one that, that that's my because there's there, there there's a lot of speculation with certain characters in there zangief is as is, is suspected to be part of the community oh really oh yeah 
for a long I'm, time. You know I Zangief, right? Yeah. Uh, I am Russian I know, wrestler. I mostly know him from Wreck-It Ralph. But <laughs> yes, I, Just because you are I, a bad guy does not mean you're a bad guy. Correct, yes. I know Zangief, yes. Okay, okay. Dr. Mondo? Ooh, I don't know because I'm not much of a gamer, to be honest. Damn, um, I would suspect otherwise. You play Horizon. You play uh, God of I'm, I'm like very He's like picky. me. Elden I'm, Ring. Now I'm very picky as to like which games I buy because oh, I'm fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, so like I don't know which one I'll pick. To be honest, that's fair. That's fair. Grandmaster, who I expect more from. What do you mean? Oh my gosh! Whatever. Enough. <laughs> I am like Doctor Mondo. Like maybe, I'm very selective. Like maybe because I don't have a Switch though. Uh, like Hades, or, ra or, or rather, which or game would you like hear a better a better idea? Which one would you like to play? Not what, not which one you would go to next because you don't have the system. But which one would you like to get into? Which you said one? Hades, right? I think Hades. Hades. Yep. Okay. I think Hades, Hades is good. Really, like. I would, I would like to play it. Oh, there's two Hades and Hades two. They're both out. I, I, I like. I Hades two it. is out. Oh, oh God! Don't quote me. Oh, oh, oh. The spread of misinformation. Cite your source. Where's your source? It is not out. How dare you? Did I make that up? Uh, yes. With Grand, a. Grand what Grand else is new? Grandmaster <laughs> Hoop. Wait, a it's, a, it's a thing it's a thing it exists july but 6 it, it, 2023 oh okay <laughs> all right sorry unscheduled <laughs> releases all right sorry goodness goodness my bad but i think that about covers it folks we've covered mostly everything regarding the diversity spectrum in gaming all the way from its origins to what we want to see in future games to you know, what games should tackle it from different perspectives? What companies are obligated to do it versus ones that really just want to create a fantasy world? Um, let us know what you think in the comments below. Uh, what is your favorite uh, game that actually hosts some level of diversity in it? And what are your thoughts overall on what was said on the pod? Let us know what you think, whether you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at the Yonko Table. Give us a like. Give us a shout out. Here is how we're going to end things. Now, you got to quote a line from a diverse, whatever diverse game you played before. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I got, um, let's see here. I'm going to steal yours, Grandmaster. Sure. Uh, Cloud! <laughs> Wow. We, we gotta destroy the Mako reactor. <laughs> Whoa, what a deep cut quote. Ooh. All right. Dr. Mojo can go next. I will not be captive to another man's gaudy design, Eivor, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Ooh, damn. damn. To, Look at that. I was about to I was gonna use an Assassin's Creed one too. Oh, you can't! You can't do franchise. Okay, you gotta dig. You gotta dig. Oh, but it was a cool one. You don't want to hear it. Fine. Oh, wait, let, it's let, not let, Valhalla, let. is it? It's not. It's not Valhalla. Fine. You gotta okay, guess go the character. You gotta guess the character. Ready? 
Okay. okay. Uh, uh, wait, wait. Before you do it or after you do it? No, after I do okay, it. Okay, go ahead. Um, I assure you, women provide little distraction. Ezio. Bye? Uh, he's talking to Ezio. Wait, who, who, wait, say it again? I assure you, my friend, women provide little distraction. If he's talking to Ezio. Like... I do not know. Uh, Mario? Uh, da, Vinci? Da, Vinci. da Vinci? Oh, my. That doesn't count. Yeah. Oh, da, wow. Da Vinci. da Vinci doesn't count. Da Vinci is Ezio's M in that game. Right. And he's gay. He's on this list. Wait, wait sorry. Q. Wow. Thank you. Yes. Sorry, Q. Yes. <laughs> Q. Um, it's Q. But... Fine. We'll take it. We'll fine, fine, it. another one, fine. Oh, uh, oh, okay, okay. No, no, I get what you mean now. I get, I get what you mean by the implications. I, I, yes. I was trying to figure out, like, I, I don't get it. What he's right, saying. I, I got one. I got one. At it. So yes, that does count. All right, I got a better one. Ready? Who cares? Nobody would miss me, anyways. That's oh. not true. I would. <laughs> fine, you can have it. <laughs> 